Hello and welcome to this audio recording for the weekly research roundup for research published between the 16th and 22nd of May 2023. I'm Katrina Pears, the research correspondent for the Emmy Association. We have had a mixed bag of research this week with seven new MNCFS studies and 23 new long COVID studies. We have highlighted one of the MECFS studies in more detail. Paper 2 is on uplift and the hassles relating to the worsening of CFS. An uplift is a minor pleasant event, i.e. something that you enjoy doing and makes you feel good, whereas hassles are irritants, things that bother you or annoy you. The study recruited 128 participants and used internet-based global impression of change ratings to determine outcomes as improved, unchanged or worsened at the six-month follow-up. Combined hassles and uplift scale was used weekly in online diaries over six months. The study found no significant differences between the three global outcome groups which were improved, unchanged or worsened when separated by age, sex or illness duration. Working status was lower in the non-improved group. Non-hassle intensity showed an increasing trend for the worsened group. Non-social hassles intensity showed a decreasing trend for the improved group. For the worsened group, a downward trend was found for the frequency of non-social uplift. Individuals with worsening as compared to improving illness showed significant different six-month trajectories for weekly hassle and deficit in uplift. There are quite a few concerns from this piece of work. For example, the Fukuda criteria was used, which is heavily criticised in its use for diagnosis in an MECFS, especially for use within research. For example, problems with the Fukuda criteria include post-exertional malaise is not compulsory, which leads to misdiagnosis and is not easy to use on the clinical level. Throughout the research, there's no mention of ME and only chronic teeth syndrome or CFS is used. Behavioural intervention is suggested to improve the outcomes of those with MECFS and the need for a clinician to identify the patient's low effort pleasurable activities. There's further suggestions that behavioural activation and acceptance and commitment therapy is also needed so that patients can identify their own values and activities they enjoy. Behavioural improvement and scheduling more frequent non-social uplifts is suggested as an alternative to graded exercise therapy yet there is a suggestion in this study that positive daily activities will decrease inflammation in CFS. The research says this may be relevant to the CFS pathophysiology given that a large biobehavioural study in healthy adults suggested that the absence of positivity in daily life may be particularly consequential for inflammation. Activities which are suggested includes listening to inspirational speakers, going to concerts, watching ducks on a pond or sharing a special moment with a spouse or friends. There is no control group so we do not know how the general population would respond over time to uplifts and hassles. This is also not a randomised study. This is the second study on the same theme by these authors. It is also concerning that the first author of this research is Fred Breedberg who is a Professor of Applied Behavioural Medicine and is also the President of the International Association for CFS-MEIACFS, who also have their own scientific journal and organise yearly conferences. This is definitely not a strong piece of research and there is a definite need for the researchers to further understand MECFS and the fact that it cannot be cured by doing nice activities. 
On a more positive note, you may also be interested in reading this week's paper 3, which is a review of biomarkers for MECFS, and Dr. Charles Shepard has written a comment on this research. Furthermore, paper 2 in the long COVID reference section also looks into biomarkers. Thank you for listening to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup. I will be back next week with the next instalment.